Hello everyone and Hello. welcome to Sounds That Changed My Life. We don't know what episode this is, but it's going to be the welcome back to our studio. Um, and yeah, this is basically a download sort of review episode and a welcome back. It's going to be an episode that we talk about our favourite parts of the weekend, what we would improve, even our festival, you know, dream setup sort of thing. And hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, we also talk about things that we would change and bands that we were kind of underwhelmed with. It's not all doom and gloom because <laughs> we're in a fancy studio on the hottest day of the year. Hence oh. the reason we look so sweaty. <laughs> uh, so thank you for joining us. Make sure you stick around to all the good stuff and we will see you when we get started in the podcast. It's about time that we've got these bloody beers on. Cheers. Cheers, man. Welcome to the new studio. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. 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 Hello, cameras. <laughs> I'm pointing at the screen, but the cameras are there. Hello. <laughs> um, welcome to Sounds That Changed My Life podcast. This is a podcast where we are a couple of friends who have been enjoying the likes of music for the many of years that we've been around here. Many years. Um yeah, so we just love to get together and just chat about music, really. So. We do. So, sorry if uh, you can see that we're quite sweaty and you can hear fans in the background. We've got two fans and we've got all the professional lighting uh, and all the cameras, as you can see. And it's the hottest day of the year. I would like to add, it's about 40 degrees right now. Yeah, it's um, breaking us, records, isn't it? For us Brits, that's unheard of. No, so. and for some reason... It was somebody's stupid idea to record a podcast today. <laughs> Apologies, but welcome to the, the studio. Josh has been working hard over the last month or two, hence we haven't really put out many recordings apart from the one at Download, which is what this episode is about. Absolutely. So um, this is just going to be a kind of hello again, welcome back, and it's going to be more of a, you know, just a, a rundown of Download, really. So... This feels really weird. It's like on the casting couch. <laughs> yeah, it feels so sexy. Um, if you are joining us on Spotify and you can't see us, we are on YouTube, so come and say hello. You, you will be able to see our beautiful faces, slightly overweight faces. Um, sweaty faces. Sweaty faces. <laughs> and if you are on YouTube, hello, you can see us, and you can go check us out on Spotify if you're too busy to watch us on video, etc. But, yeah, welcome back. So, we was at Download 2022, shit, what, two, three weeks ago? Three weeks ago. Uh, Mid-June. Mid-June. Early June. So, four weeks ago? Holy crap. Yeah, it's been, it's been a month. Quick. We've been gone for a while. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was great. I, I loved it. I, I thought, oh, God, it can't get any hotter than this. <laughs> Little did we know. I mean, to be fair, you camped like you do each year. Yeah. 
and uh, that's one thing I'll point straight out is next year there's no doubt about it I mean I'm booking my tickets up in a couple of weeks time to come and camp because there's one thing I really 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 missed this year is the fact that driving it it's not that it was like a million miles away I think it was only like 50 miles uh, there but having to wake up after like standing in a field for what 12 13 hours made such a difference because obviously i've got then an hour to an hour and a half drive plus the waiting times of getting in and out of the car park because it was a bit of a piss take if i'm honest but i'm glad i am glad that i experienced it that way Mm. because it made me kind of appreciate the fact that there are options to camp and you don't have that worry about going and driving each day i mean i i do it for the for the community aspect um everybody's so lovely there and you know it it just gives you a chance to get away and just chill uh i i really love it i i couldn't i couldn't do what you did (laughs) i couldn't drive up daily i I just i'd lose my marbles Mm. um but yeah it was it was nice we did something different this year we stayed in a hut and usually we stay in camping and park the car next to the tent in r.i.p um, so it was nice. It was different. How did you find actually having power in the hut? Because that's one thing that you don't obviously have apart from power banks and all that kind of uh, stuff. It made it made a huge difference. It was it was very different. You know, we had to take everything and lug everything from the, you know, from the car in the horrible heat to <laughs> the to the hut, and you know that was a bit of a slog in itself but yeah. you know it was nowhere near as bad as you know some of general camp would be Ooh. so <laughs> yeah i i count i count my blessings with it but it, it was really nice having power because you know you just plug your phones in there were some guys that were in the queue ahead of us and they they turned up and they bought a full-on like camp fridge really and they had, they had a fridge that you know was plugged in in the car and then they took it into the campsite and they just kept all the beers and stuff in there, which is great. <laughs> um, but I don't know, like, it was just little things like, you know, pot noodles and stuff like that. And, mm. you know, we took a kettle with us and it was so much easier. Uh, but other than that, I do, I do kind of like the, the camping aspect in yeah. the tent and stuff like that. By the time you get to the end of the weekend, you're like, oh, I hate this. Mm-hmm. But you spend a year looking forward to it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Some people use this opportunity because, yes, it is quite pricey for camping if you yep. think about it as their holiday for the year which i completely understand and i i think it's it's different but it's great because you get to experience so much well that's what we do um well not you because you go on a holiday a few times a year yeah. um but i don't really do holiday mm. you know i don't really do stuff like that and we don't go abroad um so it, it's more more down to the fact that, you know, it gives us something to really look forward to. I think if you don't have something to look forward to in life or just in the short term, you, you really, you go mad. Mm. I've said this to you before. I think you kind of get to a point where, uh, I've, I've said it a few times, I always have short-term goals and long-term goals. Yeah, I have a short-term, like it might not even be a goal. It might just be, oh God, I can't wait for my next day off. And then you'll be like, oh, well, I can't wait until my next holiday. Yeah. And that's more long term. And me and you have always, whether it's to do with music, whether it's to do with clothing that we did in the past, 
whether it's to do with the podcast or the channel, we've always got goals. We've always got, you know, things that we'd like to do. We're always working and working and working. And it's just nice to be able to kind of switch off for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. We've got aspirations, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to be fair, even even at the at the festival, we recorded a video. Yeah. And that really broke a barrier in my head. Yeah, because it shows that we are genuinely serious about it. And we, we're doing it for the love of doing it rather than just thinking, oh, we're here, let's make a video just for content. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, when we recorded the video, it's the first time... I, I've had quite a bit of experience on camera and stuff and streaming and recording, etc. So I'm not too... I'm not unconfident. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm confident, but I'm not shy yeah, yeah, yeah uh but when we did a download it i felt vulnerable it was it was weird that's it's really strange you say that because i felt the complete opposite did I, you? I took no no notice of anybody that was walking past or coming near near towards us but i thought because i was so adamant that i wanted to record that for like being able to document my immediate experience of being there mm. um I found that, I don't know, it just felt right. So I'd, I'd, I'd like to do more stuff like that. Me too. Uh, I think after we did it, we sat down and we edited the video together, which, you know, kind of behind the scenes. Usually we edit videos separately from each other and, yeah. you know, one of us kind of takes care of a video. But when we did the download one, we sat down and we edited it together and I appreciate it so much more. Yeah. And I was so excited to do more stuff like that. We get other editing tips and stuff like that, which I mean, to be honest, it's probably I haven't had a laugh like that like, since we were editing that video for a while. Yeah, just like the little bits with like the, uh, the poo poo truck, the, the poo poo <laughs> trucks, and you know the the arrow with you when you were watching Dragged Under and stuff like that. It's <laughs> it's it's cool to see, and it's it's it brings memories back to you. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I I think the reason I didn't feel so shy was because we were both doing it. Yeah. I think if it was someone pointing the camera at me and going, go, I'd crumble. Yeah. I think I'd really struggle. I suppose because you put on the spot then. And if it's someone that you don't really know who's asking you the questions, you haven't really got the time to think about it. So the in-depth, which is kind of, I'm glad that we've left this video and podcast for a few weeks time because it's given us a chance to reflect on the experience that we've had and actually properly thought about it. Yeah, I mean, we could have done the whole, oh, let's try and capitalize on it for clicks, for download and stuff like that. And that's just not how we work. Uh, you know, even the video that we did for download, it came out like a week or two late yeah. compared to all these other videos that I'd seen for download. Well, and ours looks so much better in terms of yeah, quality and post-production. I just, I just enjoyed it. Um, and this is why we do it. We do it for the love of enjoying it. That's why we're taking our time with the podcast. Because now that we've got it like this and now we can actually do things how we want to do it, it's all about comfort. Yeah. Because if we're comfortable, we're going to make better material rather than rushing things through just for the sake of it and just making bad content. And I don't exactly. want to do that at all. Um, and I'm just, a, I think this is more of a podcast to say welcome back. And it's more of a podcast to kind of catch up and just reflect a little bit. Yeah. Because we, we do want to take all this stuff further and it's just kind of doing it in a way that suits us. Yeah, of course. Going off like what you just said, 
since since this year's download, has there been any bands that you've seen which you have not well you've known about but not actually listened to before, but you have like started listening to? Uh so I think I don't know. I, I've done it at previous festivals, like when we went to download before and we went to see the interrupters. Mm. I loved them and I listened to them regularly. Uh this year, I don't know, it's kind of switched me back onto some bands that I've stopped listening to. Oh, okay. So Corn, for instance, I was absolutely blown away when we saw Corn. Yeah. Um and that that was great. Um, I don't know. Probably Ice Nine Kills. Oh. Just because everyone was like, oh, they're so good, give them a chance. And I just wouldn't. Mm. Um, and now I've listened to them a bit. But with them, it's all about the stage show, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Definitely. I don't think it's actually about doing, you know, the, the, they're very good musicians. Don't get me wrong. They are very good musicians. But a lot of their stuff is about the performance. Yeah, very theatrical. Yeah, and I think, you know, that their set was the only set during the whole weekend where it rained mm-hmm. for all of about five minutes. And it was really weird because during one, when it was actually raining, they played a song called Rainy Day, which Did is they? really coincidental. <laughs> I never knew that. I remember uh, stood there and I was like, you got to be taking a piss, man. This, this is really weird. But uh, <laughs> honestly, I think... Um, not condescending the question back on myself. I, I probably would say Ice Nine Kills was the band out of the whole entire weekend that I saw. I'd listened to them a little bit beforehand, so I, I knew uh, you knew of them and you knew you knew little bits. Yeah, them. yeah. But since I've come back from download this year, I have non-stop listened to Ice Nine Kills. Mm. Like, it, it's ridiculous to the point where um, there's a few songs which I've I've listened to them that many times. I'm actually kind of killing myself. <laughs> or killing them for me which is, yeah I, i've been in that position a few times it's annoying because i don't want to be it's it's the whole periphery thing and you know you know that the best I, i'm an absolute sucker for listening to periphery i still am i did that with p3 though yeah i listened to it so much i i hit a point where i was like oh god i don't really want to listen to it anymore yeah especially marigold yeah or- i mean <laughs> it's it's one of those that you i think if you can come out of a weekend anytime you go to a festival and be like, oh, I've picked up a band that I've never listened to, it's a winner. Yeah. You know, because obviously you're going to go there for bands that you have watched before and you've seen before and you've heard. Obviously, you're going to do that. Mm. But if you can come away and be like, I found this band. Yeah. You know, that really shows how well they're doing a job. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I- I'd say... Ice Nine Kills are probably the, the one that spring to mind the most. Um, off the top of my head. Don't know. What about um, Dragged Under? Did you listen to them a lot before? Yeah, I listened to Dragged Under a lot. Mm. Uh, I've not heard any... I've listened to their new stuff a couple of times. But if I'm honest, I only really listened to their new stuff on the way to download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the new two or three songs that they've released. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think... Obviously, their their first album is really good. And I was just really excited to see them. Yeah. And they were great. I, to be fair, it wasn't as busy, busy as I thought it would be. I know. I was, I was really gutted, especially for their first UK show. I mean, we got there quite a lot earlier than a lot of people thought. So I thought, I'm going to 
grab the uh, grab the bull by the horns and uh, take this opportunity to get as close to the front as possible. I, I literally was virtually at the front. Yeah. And, I mean, to be honest, I, I probably could have come five minutes before they ended and probably got like, quite close. But, nevertheless, I still enjoyed that just as much as whether it was like filled to the brim. I mean, it was a shame because they could have been on a dog tooth stage. Yeah. Uh, and the, the tent would have been rammed. But you put them on the avalanche stage and it's quite a bit larger. Yeah. And it just looks, it looks quite underwhelming, which is a shame because they were very good live. Yeah. 100%. They sounded great too. Because that, that stage was hit or miss. Yeah, I did find that. There were certain bands that I, I, we were listening to them and I was like, oh, that's not. Yeah. I did find that myself, to be honest. There was, um, I think it was uh, Salem. Like yeah. There, I, I don't know. I think the mixing was just incredibly bassy and you could hear it like all the reflection bouncing off it was it was ridiculous man yeah i i remember when we watched salem because i've I've listened to them a few times i'm i'm not really a fan of creeper Mm -hmm. but i listened to salem and obviously they don't have a lot of material but i quite liked it and people go oh well if you like salem then you like creeper no not really like i just it's it kind of reminds me of that jangly rock and roll sort of thing that's quite yeah. pu- like that, that kind of it's got the punk edge to it yeah you know Gaslight Anthem did that for me years ago I was like oh this is really punk but it's it's really kind of catchy and I can get behind it yeah but it was a shame because had I, I was a casual listener of them enough to be at a point where it was like you know if I saw them live and they sounded amazing I'd be like yeah I'm really into these but it kind of went the other way. Like you said, the mix was a bit weird. Yeah. So I, I was kind of like, oh, I don't really, I'm not really interested now. I suppose in a way, it can kind of make or break the experience for you, which is which is a shame if it goes the opposite way. Um, no, what, what did you think of the, uh, the setup for uh, the second, well, Apex and Opus stage? Can't stand the names first and foremost. <laughs> I, I don't know why you can't just have second stage main stage yeah. or why put something out there on social media and I'm going to have a rant now so I'm sorry <laughs> um, why put something out there on social media saying help us name the second stage and people are going Taylor Hawking stage the Stuart Cable stage you know musicians that have passed away that have actually contributed to the community and I, I get it and I, I would 100% be behind that. Yeah. But then they go, oh, Apex and fuck off. Like, it's so bad. And it's it's such an oversight. You've got it to a point where you've put it out there in, in the public domain. People have become emotionally invested into that. And then they've just gone, <laughs> we're not going to do that anyway. Yeah. It's also really confusing. Obviously, they're both... I know it's probably me being thick, thick as fuck, but <laughs> two four-lettered words... I know they don't really sound the same, but in a way, because they're odd sounding words, it's really confusing trying to decipher which is How many which. points in the in the weekend did we go, oh, okay, they're on the Opus stage, and you'd be like, which one's that? More than So many can. times. <laughs> so people just revert to calling it first and second stage or yeah. main stage and second stage or whatever. I, I don't know why they did that. It just, it just kind of made no sense. Mm. But again, it's just, that's just the planning. I think we said it in our in our video that the planning was just a bit weird this year. The bands and the the kind of 
the set list times and things like that were better this year. Oh, it's 100%. I think in the entire weekend, there was about two or three bands that overlapped for me. Yeah. Um, which I honestly didn't mind because, well, for me and Denise, uh, there was, I think Denise went to go and see, oh, I can't remember, but they were on at the same time that Spirit Box was on at the same time. Yeah. And uh, she went off and... Wasn't it Boston Manor or something like that? Uh, no, they're on second set. I can't remember who they are. Um, but it, I can't. Between the like the first year that I went back in twenty nineteen, there was quite a few bands which did overlap, and I was quite disappointed. It's just look at the draw, unfortunately. But this year was phenomenal. I I couldn't wish for it to be as good as well. I want to wish that is as good. Next yeah, time. I think if they just put some effort into you know, doing the stage times as well as they did. It just makes the, the experience so much easier and nicer. Mm. It doesn't become a rush. You get to see who you want and it's fine. Whereas when bands start overlapping too much, you just kind of go, well, what's the point? Yeah. And people know that, you know, people listen to certain genres and subgenres of music and things like that. So, for instance, if you're going to have like a hardcore band on, at the same time as a band like Malevolence, for instance. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Whereas if you stagger them, if you have like a classic rock band and then you stagger it and have another classic rock band, all those sort of people into that sort of music, they're going to get staggered and they have a, a full journey for the day. Whereas if you start overlapping, it makes no sense. Yeah. Weird. I, I, I never understood why they put uh, Die Ant Word on before Slipknot a couple of years ago. I don't know. There's always a wild card band, isn't there? Whenever, whenever you think about it, I didn't really find that this year. I think they've had like three years to really get on top of it this yeah, year, though. Yeah. Like, how did you find it moving from? Obviously, it's been like a a two three year gap since the last time you went. How was your experience this time around? I thoroughly enjoyed it so much more, and I think that was probably down to the weather. Oh, it makes a huge difference, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so gutted I didn't go back in 2018, like the first year you yeah. went, because I think that was probably, in terms of bands, there was a hell of a lot more that I would have liked to have seen. I mean, Bloody Avenge was uh, playing on main stage. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it'll be amazing next year, because obviously it's the 20th anniversary. Oh, it's going to be four. And like we said on the podcast before, it, it, it should be the year that people, you know, the planners of download take a chance yeah. on a band headlining and for me that's parkway okay it should what be parkway like headliner yeah okay you've got four days you've got people bitching and moaning about biffy clyro headlining i because there were two classic there was kiss and there was iron maiden i think that was like perfect because obviously they've been in the in the in the media and been playing for so many years now like you are obviously going to get the classics and come to do the main headline but i think in a way this year they did take a chance and did biffy i i really enjoyed it i've never seen them yeah but the, the reason them. i say that like they haven't taken a chance because biffy have headlined before all right fair enough do you know what i mean like and i, I find it i find it it's a bit of a shame because you know next year they're doing four days yeah. You, you can you can take a risk. Oh, of course. You could say, oh, on 
on the Thursday, right, we'll take a risk because that's the first night. I was going to say, nine times out of ten, the Wednesday and the Thursday are set-up days anyway, so... Well, the Friday when we were there, when we watched Kiss, the Friday was so much quieter. Yeah. Because obviously people might not be able to get off work, etc. if they're going to be doing stuff like that or, you know... People might just go for the weekend, like my brother did, for instance. Yeah. And I get it. I, I completely get it. So why wouldn't you take a risk on the, the fourth day? So the, like the opening day, for instance. Yeah. And that could be anyone. But the likelihood is they'll approach it like, oh, it's the 20th anniversary. It's the greatest hits. So it'll be like friggin' Iron Maiden, Rammstein. Slipknot, Metallica, and probably Metallica, yeah. which I'd kill to see Metallica. I would. Yeah, I've, I, the last couple of years, I've really got into them, and they're one of those bands that you kind of you've got to see them. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing; they're not going to be here forever, so you might as well make them. That's how them. I approach Maiden. I'm not the biggest fan yeah. of Maiden, and but I know enough of their stuff for me to enjoy their set, and I yeah. did. I enjoyed their set. Was it the best thing I've ever seen? Probably not. Not really. Kiss? Did they like? over exceed my expectations 100 mm. percent. you know so i think you expect that when you go to festivals you're going to expect to have expectations that are going to be crushed yeah and expectations that are going to be surpassed and that's the fun of it mm. so in terms of you know your your experience and things like that sounds like a hollow question but who were your sort of Band of the weekend. If we're talking about expectations being surpassed. For them playing or more experience watching them? Your experience? Uh, Spirit Box, 100%. And I think that's purely down to the fact that throughout the whole entire weekend, that was the only band that I actually went in the pit for. Yeah. And the <laughs> being able to get virtually to the front meant more to me... Then I wouldn't say necessarily seeing the band, but just having that experience of like we used to go to gigs together when we were bloody what sixteen, seventeen, and we were always in the pit, always. So for me, being able to go and kind of relive that of when I was sixteen, seventeen, now I'm twenty eight. I mean, I should I should be more sensible, but fuck it. No, I think I think you can be sensible about anything as long as you're not a dick in the pit. Yeah, it's it's a different thing. I have a different reason for not going in the pit, so yeah, it's no, like it's completely understandable. You know, so but at the same time, like it really enhances your experience when you're doing stuff like that. Mm. But like, it's, it's the same thing. Like being in a pit can ruin a gig for you. Yep, it can make it so much better as well. <laughs> And I've experienced that. Do you remember asking Alexandria? Phone slipped right out my pocket. There's 4,000 people, well, 3,999 people around me. And there was me on my bloody hands and knees trying to find a bloody mobile phone on, in the pitch black. On me the with my torch on going, everyone move, move, move out the way. Move. Trying to find a phone. Someone's probably already <laughs> stamped on it. Yeah, lo and behold, I lost that straight away. There's no, no saving that. But, oh well, I, I, for... For the most part, I did enjoy that gig. So, but did you learn from that? Oh, 100 exactly. percent. I think it's well. The thing that annoyed me is the fact that 
I would have loved to have crowd surfed. I had the opportunity for Spirit Box. Someone literally just before the end of the set grabbed my legs from behind and literally lifted me up to probably 10 <laughs> foot in the air. <laughs> you went, fucking not today. <laughs> I shit my pants because I knew for a fact I had my phone wallet and keys in my pocket. And for every other set that I went to see, I gave my phone and all my other stuff to someone else. Yep. So if, for instance, I do go in the pit and I get roughed around quite a bit, nothing's going to, I'm not going to lose anything. Yeah, I, I think, think that's fair I enough. I don't know why I didn't, but I am kind of glad that I didn't because I managed to get some good footage, even though it's like, whoa. Yeah, but it's fun to watch. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It kind of puts you in the experience, doesn't it? Yeah. Sometimes having footage that's all the way back doesn't put you in the moment, does it? Nah. And every time you watch that footage now, you're going to be like, I was this that close. Was it. I was that fucking close. <laughs> and it was great. And again, like we mentioned in the video, well, actually, we didn't mention it in the video. This is something that I had made a point of wanting to talk about in the podcast. You know, the video that we recorded was recorded about an hour before we saw Spirit Box. Yes. And at that point, we didn't know how good they were going to be. No, it was ridiculous. And, you know, you, you've got all these people who think it's fun online when you read comments on any magazine, Rock Sound, Kerrang, whatever, going, oh, they're completely overrated. Well, they might be, but you've not seen them. No. It, I got such a different outlook on that band after I saw them live. Like, I, I love like their music. And I love their whole concepts, like with the uh, the different themes and whatnot. But being able to see them and play, like, see their genuine raw talent on their instruments was such so inspirational for me. I mean, and like we said afterwards, the the biggest oversight. Yes, they got bumped up a stage, so they went from the dog tooth stage, which would have been so so stupid. I'd, it wouldn't have worked. No, there it would have just been chaos. Um, they moved, got moved from the dog two stage to the avalanche stage and they should have been put on second stage because by yeah. the time they got booked for download for 2020 COVID happened and all they've done is got bigger and bigger yeah. during that time so in that time people have got locked onto them they've released an album they've got locked on even more yeah. and then they play a tent and it's the, the single most crowded tent I've ever seen. The crowd went so far back outside of the tent just to be able to see them. If I'm completely honest, that was the main band that I actually wanted to see during the whole entire weekend. Yeah. And uh, people were saying to me, oh, you're going to spend so many hundreds of pounds to go and see one tiny little band that have just popped out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I did the <laughs> same in 2018. I did the same in 2018 for Alexis on Fire. They were That's a band mad. that I always wanted to see. And that was enough. That was worth paying a ticket for. Yeah. You know, and then you go on the fact that that year Guns N' Roses played um, and you had bands like, you know, who else played in 2018? Friggin' Avenged. Mm -hmm. It just made it nicer, you know, but I, I paid for the ticket for Alexis on Fire. Yeah. Anything above that exceeds expectations again. Spirit Box were incredible. I could not believe how great they sounded. It was going back. They Spirit Box played in the same tent as obviously Salem, but they obviously had someone who genuinely knew what they were doing in terms of the mixing, because yeah. that sounded perfect. No matter whether you were at the front, middle, or back. The thing that I found quite surprising though was 
everyone knows at this point that during the first album and the EPs and the singles that it was all triggered drums. It wasn't yeah. live. And how great they sounded with live drums. And it can get ruined very easy because you, you get used to hearing it in a certain way and they sound so good. Yeah, because that's the thing with programmed drums or triggered drums. You get, obviously, it's all artificial. So you, so you know think everything, every little beat is going to be specifically on time and it's not going to get out unless you go in and like move it ever so slightly. So yeah, being able- and being able to humanize MIDI drums as well, you can ruin it so easily. Yeah. I, I I did. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And I hope to cross that they do keep going. Like with their tour, they're going to use live drums and go into like recording a new album. Obviously, they're. Uh, I think their drummer now is. Um, I think he's an official member now. Oh, good. I can't really remember good. his name for the life of me, but um, yeah, I think he's now an official member because their bassist left. Oh shit. Um, I think there was some controversial stuff happening. I I I read it in passing. Yeah. Um, but they. They've really hit their stride, and it's nice to see. Mm. Um, what would you say, out of the whole entire weekend, was your favourite band to have seen, purely for the fact of the experience? Spirit Box? Yeah. I, was, I wasn't even in the tent. I stood on the edge of the tent, and I was like, this is incredible. And then <laughs> I went back out, and I sat on my, on my camping chair, just listening to them. And it was like... A completely different experience. Yeah. I just, I'd never, never imagined that I would enjoy a set that much when I can barely see the band. That's mad. Um, How did it sound from the outside to you? Incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. It sounds like we're gushing about them, but they were that good. <laughs> you know, when we, when they came off stage, there was a host who was hosting the stage in between bands. And he was like, years from now, you'll say that I was there. And he was just like, it felt like one of those moments. Yeah. It really did. I'm going to flip it on its head, though. Who was the one band that kind of didn't quite do what you want? See, I, I know exactly who I'm going to say. And I'm very, very disappointed. But I don't know whether it's down to either the mixing or the fact that... Um, the wind was taking the like the vibrations as the audio like through the air and just fucking up for me. It was a day to remember because we were sat up by the uh, like a big what kind of uh, restaurant place. It was a decent distance away from the actual uh, main stage, and I I've been looking forward to seeing them for quite a long time, and I thought being there on main stage. A festival I thought it was going to sound and look fucking phenomenal it was completely ruined I could barely one I could barely hear him two uh, when I did hear him it was almost like you could see like a, a wave of audio just traveling like in a like a band and it was flicking in out in out and it sounded too basic too tinny too basic too tinny it's yeah because the speakers were moving and it's ever so weird I've, I've never I've seen days to remember that. like three Maybe four times. Yeah. They're they're very good visually. Yeah. They're good on record, but they've never sounded amazing live in my experience, which oh, is a okay. shame because I do like them. Yeah. But at the same time, I think if we f- again flip that question on its head with with me, the one band of the weekend that I thought I'll give these another go 
because I love them. But I thought I'd give them another go live because I've seen them twice before and they were never great. Was Deftones? I thought you were going to say that. I, I don't know, it's weird. I had a completely different experience. I think at the time I was right up at the top of the hill. Mm. And I don't know if it's the fact that the wind was making it uh, the same experience. Um, but it did straighten up and I could hear him pretty pretty well right up at the top. Yeah, depending on where you are, it can really make or break your experience. It does, it's crazy. And we were down at the front and I, I, always, I found it so... I don't know. It was quite underwhelming. Mm. There were certain songs that I really enjoyed. Yeah. It was more of the stuff from like Diamond Eyes and then newer stuff. Sounded good. Yeah. The older stuff, not so much. So I was, I was kind of... It's a shame when, you, when you're looking forward to seeing the band so much and give, especially giving them another try to have a, a bad experience because obviously if they come around to tour, you're going to go, mm, nah, I'm all right. Well, the first time I seen them, they were very good. It was at Leeds Festival. Second time I saw them, I think it was Leeds Festival again or Reading, one of the, one of the two. And I think Chino was like drunk or something like that. Oh, and I was just really? like, they don't sound great. Yeah. And this time, the performance was good. Mm-hmm. I just, from where I was, it didn't sound amazing, which was a shame. Uh, but kind of in the same sort of ballpark, Corn were incredible. Yeah, they were fucking brilliant. <laughs> They were so loud that the darkness basically said, like, <laughs> Corn are being too loud. Yeah. But they, I've wanted to see Corn for years and I could not believe how good they sounded. That's the thing. We were all sat up at the top of the hill and I thought to myself, that I don't need to be at the front. I don't no. need to be that close because I can see everything, I can experience everything where I'm comfortable and hear it and it sounded phenomenal. And it was on the last day, so we were all knackered. Yeah. But. I hate when people go, oh, they sounded just like the record, but they really did. Yeah. <laughs> they really did. Like, you can tell that they're still around now for a reason. Yeah. I and, just, yeah. And for them being a new metal band and being around for this long, they are doing something right. Whether it's down to uh, recording in a studio or playing live. They're true innovators, man. They're fucking brilliant. Yeah. And Ray Luzia, even though he's not their original drummer, just incredible. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, the, he's the reason I've wanted to see Corn for a few years now. They are, they're, they're one of those bands that they are clearly around for, still for a reason. Mm. And, you know, they have a massive fan base like that for a reason. Oh, yeah, of course. And it's just, it's so nice to see. Um, so, yeah, I've got a question for you. Out of. Uh, this year, obviously, you saw so many of your, I won't say necessarily favourite bands, but bands that you genuinely enjoy. For next year, who would you like to see? Main, uh, like headlining and just odd little bands here and there. I mean, uh, headlining, if, five. if I was going, oh God, this is hard because <laughs> you're going, you know, you go 20 years of downloads, so you, you, you want to go greatest hits. But I'd be choosing people who are dead. Oh, so okay. I can't, but you know, if we go, if we go alive, obviously, uh, Slipknot, mm-hmm. I'd like it to be avenged again, yep. just cause they are very good live, uh, Parkway. I've already said all these in the podcast so far. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, this is really hard. 
I'm just thinking of main stage, baby metal. Ooh, did they play main stage? Uh, no, they played second stage in 2018, yeah. and it was rammed. Uh, so baby metal. Oh god, I can't think of the last band. Um, got baby metal Parkway. You've got Avenged. You've got Slipknot. This is so difficult. Oh, why didn't I prep for this podcast? Um, I fucking don't know. No. It's really it? hard. Oh, yeah, Metallica. <laughs> oh, 100% all day long. Because in my logic, it is, you know, you could spend more money getting Metallica and then on the one day, you know, Parkway aren't going to charge as much as Metallica are going to charge to play. No. So that gives you the money to then take a risk. Yeah. I don't think Architects will do it. Because Architects are more of a Radio 1 band now. They're heavy, but they're mainstream. Yeah. Parkway are that band. They've been tried and tested. Yeah. So that's what I think anyway. I'd love it to be. And Parkway set up Bloodstock when they headlined. You can see it on YouTube. It's incredible. Yeah. They are that band. And I feel like they should be the one that kind of brings in the next era where they're not relying on the same bands to headline download year on year on year. That's the thing. They're growing ever and ever bigger every yeah. year, which is mad. I do apologize. I'm so hot. Oh, It's one of those days, guys. Christ. I don't know why we did it. Oh, it's going to be the hottest day on record. <laughs> it's going to be 40 <laughs> degrees. Yeah, yeah, let's record a podcast. <laughs> and let's wear a T-shirt that can show if I'm soaked. I'm not. Don't worry. This is not a great camera angle, though. I look really fat. Billy. Um, so, yeah, what about you? What would you... Who would you choose? Uh, for headliners. Like you said, five bands. Okay. You can be as selfish as you want. I... I would... Bring me the horizon. And that's down to... There's one, a reason I didn't say them. There's one, because obviously they are fucking huge. Yeah. Now... And two, I reckon they would be able to hold down headliner. I think they could, but they, they, I think there's a reason that they're headlining Reading and Leeds. Yeah, they've definitely gone radio. They've one. transcended. They've yeah. they've moved, but they could still do a heavy set though. I think the the post human era, that kind of stuff, them them bringing back the heavy heavy elements into the music. I think that would be absolutely. I'd love to see them through that era. Yeah. Um. So I got bring me. Metallica, just to say that I've seen them. Slipknot, because they were fucking phenomenal the other year. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, I know they're not... Uh, in fact, I'm not even going to say... Uh, I was going to say Periphery, but they are not big enough to do that, I don't reckon. Oh, we're not talking about headliners. You just said five bands that you want to see next year. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah, Bring Me, Metallica, uh, Periphery... <laughs> Love that shit. <laughs> um, I'd probably say Ozzy. Yeah. I would love to see Ozzy. It's rumoured currently. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, last one. Yeah, because Ozzy has a tour plan next year, even though he's been ill. Mm. He's, uh, he's got a tour plan next year and there's a download-shaped hole in it. Jeez. From what I've seen. Damn. And I'd probably say Avenged. I've, I've seen them once and I'd love to see them again. I really would. Avenged are great. They're just a solid band and people can take the piss all they like. Avenged. But <laughs> at the same time, like, 
they've they're still around. Yeah, definitely. For the stuff that they've been through, there's a lot of bands that just would not have survived. No, of course not. Mad. No, I'd say they were my five. I'd, I would. I um, I was very, very, very disappointed. Obviously, in uh, 2020, when they first announced uh, download for that year before COVID, they had Periphery on the yeah, on and the then they dropped out, didn't they? And when I they was rescheduled it. So so upset. I, I to be honest, if Periphery play and that is the only band that I know, I will pay however much to go and see them. Download 20th anniversary Fucking on all amazing. four days on every slot. It's periphery. <laughs> <laughs> the same I would, I, I would absolutely love to see him again. They're phenomenal. I went to see him. Oh shit. I, I, I don't know what year it was, but it was during the P2 uh, cycle. So that's, it's going back quite a while. And I saw him in uh, the O2. About 2011-ish that is. Uh, I saw him in the O2 Institute, or what was the HMV Institute up in Birmingham. Yeah. And my God, they were incredible. I mean, probably one of the best bands. And I don't know whether that's just down to me enjoying their music so much, but the whole experience was fucking brilliant. Yeah. It was so good. They are on my list. I've, ne- I've never seen them, so I do, I do want to see them. You would love them. Definitely. And if, oh, I swear to God, if they do play next year or if they come to the UK, we're going to see them straight away. I don't give a shit. I'll pay for your ticket. I don't give a fuck. And <laughs> we've got this on camera. You can hold that to me. I don't care. I'll just send him a clip next time and it'll just be like, well, Josh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's only four grand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. If I could have those bands for next year, I'd, I'd be happy as Larry. Yeah. Larry! Larry! Well, not so subtle segue, but I think I'm ready to wrap this podcast up. It's been like 45 minutes, I think, and I'm sweating my balls off. I'm kind so, of worried that we're both about to stand up and there's just, just going to be an imprint of uh, our asses and backs on my, uh, my lovely side. The things we do for content, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, as usual, thank you for joining us. Cheers to the new studio. Cheers, man. And, um, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys, that, that's been brewing for about 45 minutes. Um, yeah, so thank you for joining us. We are really happy to be in here, and I can't take any of the credit. This is all Josh, it's getting there. Um, it will change over the next coming months with like various different bits, but yeah. this is where you're going to see uh, the podcast from now on if we're not out and about doing uh videos elsewhere so yeah we're, we're planning to do a lot more um remote recording and you know out and about sorry and we're planning to do a lot more of the podcast from a place that is human so you know this is why we wanted to do it so we can actually talk as people rather than over a call or etc because it makes it better to listen to it makes it better to see it makes it better to do so if you have stuck around this long, thank you for joining us. And um, yeah, make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, you know, Apple Podcasts, all of that sort of stuff, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, if you're on YouTube, hello. And thank you for joining us. Please subscribe, all that clicky button stuff. And we will see you in the next one very, very, very soon. It won't be two months this time. <laughs> we will see you very soon, guys. Bye-bye. Peace.